This is episode one with the gaff. I specialize in a very specific type of security. Subconscious security. You're talking about dreams. We create the world of the dream. We bring the subject into that dream. And they fill it with their secrets. It's called Inception. Hello everyone and welcome to Cerebral Mind Control. My name is Hadlin. I am a hypnotist, magician, mentalist, and speaker. Every week I will bring to you a driven, focused artist or entrepreneur and pick their brains on how they have learned to control their minds for success. Thank you so much for tuning in. Here we go. Welcome back to the Cerebral Mind Control Podcast. On this episode, we speak with The Gaff. He's a producer and a DJ whose talents and art allow him to travel the world. In addition, he's also an acupuncturist, a healer, and also a father. We're going to get to learn about chi, meditation, breathing techniques, herbs and tinctures, and essentially how to take care of your mind and body. Somewhere in this episode, you will also find a mental magic trick. So keep your ears and eyes peeled for that, depending on how you're watching or listening to this podcast. Now, without further ado, let's begin. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We have Mike, also known as The Gaff. How's it going? It's going great, Anthony. How about yourself? Oh, pretty good. Yeah. Sweet. I'd like to first say thank you very much for being my first guest on the podcast numero here. uno yeah numero uno so the reason i have you i thought of you is because you're really big into being a practitioner of the mind you know you're known as a producer a dj i don't know if a lot of people know that you do a lot with the mind <laughs> can you explain to us a little bit more about the other areas of your life sure some people call me a modern day renaissance man okay um so you know not only do i produce music and dj and collect records from around the world specializing in funky music but um i'm also a acupuncturist registered massage therapist and energy healer and i've studied internal martial arts for almost 20 years yeah and i just got an acupuncture massage from you yeah just before recording this and yeah it feels awesome like I think I can go back to the gym, but I'm awesome. going to give it a little more rest just so I don't re-injure myself, but I feel I feel awesome, better than when the injury happened. Well, I dosed so, you up yeah. with some special ginseng as well. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and what are we drinking right now again? Right now we're drinking a, a tea. I, I put in a base of gynostema tea and I added goji berries, rhodiola, um, reishi, and um, some Korean red ginseng into that. Yeah. It's delicious. Shizandra berries, too. Right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> what we tried outside. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Mike, I'd like to know, and I think a lot of people would like to know, is when everything is really busy and hectic and you have a lot of things going on, how do you control your thoughts and stay focused on the tasks you need to accomplish? Um, how do I do that? Well, definitely... Uh, I mean, you know, you hear time and time and again in these like self-help books of the benefits and value of meditation. And I got into meditation when I was pretty young, 
about um, 17, 18. Did a lot of artwork and I'd go into you know a certain state of mind and then I learned how to meditate on top of that. I'd spend hours a day at times drinking green tea and meditating. And um, from there, I mean, meditation is a lifelong process of basically mind training. Right. And so there's lots of different varying techniques that have to do with one-pointedness of mind and focus. So when life is hectic like that, I have a series of things that I do. I mean, I either go practice my Tai Chi form or, um, you know, go through some simple, you know, sit down for a meditation for, I mean, even if, if you do it 15, 20 minutes a day, uh, regularly as the years go by, you'll, you will find that you, it's cumulative. So, you know, like your first time, a lot of times people quit, especially if they have a very active mind, they'll go and sit down and meditate. And be like, meditation is not for me, it sucks. Right. You know, and be like, well, yeah, like, how long did you do? I tried it in my bedroom once or whatever. It's like, yeah. okay. You know, as the years go by, you know, then, then it's going to be a different story if you stick with it. So, right. And they're just giving it a try, and you can't really give anything a try if you want to do it because yeah. there is no try. That's right. Do or do not, there is no try, said a wise Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, can you tell me about a time when? you felt like maybe it would have been easier to just quit and then do something normal? Yeah, I've been trying about many that? times. <laughs> how did you get through that? What, okay, well, what's the, mo the one that stands out most to you right now? Um, well, the one that stands out most is, um, you know, a lot of people when they're younger, uh, their influence are susceptible to things and suggestions from their parents. You know, you, you're not going to make it or right. you're never going to make it doing this or that and things like that. For me, I became a very young dad. You know, my daughter was born when I was 21. And, you know, especially having your, your partners tell you, you know, you're never going to such and such, such and such. Right. You know? So there comes the thing where you kind of, it's not to prove someone else wrong, but it's more to prove your inner direction right. And a lot of times, especially when you're, creative on your own path other people aren't going to understand it right like you do and you might not even understand it you just have a feeling that's what you're supposed to do right and you just follow it yeah and if you are actively following it and sometimes that means active and sometimes it means passive i mean obviously if you know you're just laying in bed every day playing video games saying don't worry things are going to turn out you know it's like <laughs> you're not really doing much right. but you know if you know you're balancing the video games with you know messaging and cultivating your other practices and pursuits and and working on yourself in various levels of your being then you know you might be onto something that other people just aren't getting right yeah cuz intention is one thing but to actually do it is another yeah one thing I like, I dealt with something similar myself, which is, and I'm constantly on a daily basis. I've been going through things where I feel like maybe it'd be easier to quit. Mm -hmm. You know, it gives me good motivation right now hearing that from you. And yeah, yeah, it, it gets tough, hey? Eh? It does. What or who taught you that mindset? Um. Okay. Well, I mean, because I have such a varied skill set, um, whenever one part of me um, wants to go yin, so it's, you know, it's not as active, yang in that department, um, another one often takes over. So I might go through a period where I'm not playing as many shows, 
and all of a sudden a whole bunch of people are booking in for acupuncture treatments or, or energy healings and things like that. And then all of a sudden that'll slow down and I haven't got a call in a while, but I've got music to work on that I've been putting off. And then so then I'll fill that up with that time. And then I'll go into a busy season, you know, where say like, you know, we just finished summer where all of a sudden I'm doing festivals and shows all the time. I'm actively DJing. I don't have time to work on music as much. And every time I come home, I'm working on people that need my help. So, right. I mean, now I'm, I'm 38 years old. I'm coming into my 40s almost. But when I was younger, I mean, you know, where you're at, you're in your mid-20s or something? I'm 27 now. Yeah, okay. So, I mean, I definitely, in my early and mid-20s, I worked a, a day job working for other people. I worked at, I don't know if you remember, I worked at nine times at the skateboard shop for many, many years. And if someone had told me back then, you know, Gaff, if you just keep collecting your rare r records and working on your music in your in your home, one day it's going to pay for you to travel around the world and support, you know, putting you through school. I would be like, you're full of shit, man. You know? <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, whatever. I'm like, that's not going to happen to me, right? And And then it does, you know? So you never really know, but I didn't really count on music to do that. When I was young, I was always very much interested in the abilities of the mind and like basically similar to yourself, powers and things like that, right. mental powers and not in order to control people or anything like that, but, but to, to control yourself, to control myself and to see what the universe was made of and how, you know, my mind and my consciousness interacted with the world around me. So that was my biggest interest. And then, of course, all of the, the psychic powers and things like that. To me, my main interest in them was not only using them in my own practice for to develop myself, but of course to transfer that to help other people. I had a strong interest in helping people that were, you know, unwell, basically. Okay. So that translated into my own unique path, and the music is just a bonus. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's almost like your meditation then. Yeah, when I get into a zone, oh yeah, I can go for hours without, you know, eating and the day is gone. But, you know, similar when you're in a good video game or something like that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you have how many records here? Uh, this is about 10,000 records all 10, around. 10,000. Yeah, between LPs and 45s, and there's more in the next room over there. Okay. And so, yeah. Would you be able to pick out six random ones that we haven't spoke about or anything, uh -huh. and we'll just line them up here, and then we'll... We'll get to them in a moment, but okay. Would you be able to do that for me? Yeah. Yeah, just re completely random. Okay. It'll be like an experiment. Okay, sure. Yeah. All right. First record I picked here is called Niagara. It's got a great pair of giant breasts on the cover <laughs> here, as you can see. Hey, much, much larger than uh, you know. I got small <laughs> hands, so the, to me, I don't know. This is a, a large, large woman here, and. I love this record. It's a really dope percussive drum record. This record is by Cannonball Adderley. It's called Love, Sex, and the Zodiac. It's written and narrated by Rick Holmes. And basically, he goes through each sign of the Zodiac and talks about love and sex as it pertains to your particular astrological horoscope. Interesting. This record here, I really love it. It's called Dorothy's Harp by Dorothy Ashby. She was a famous session harpist, and uh, this is a very funky record from Cadet, so it was recorded in Chicago in the late 60s. Just toss it over there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this record is Root Down by Jimmy Smith. This was infamously um, sampled by the Beastie Boys for their song, Root Down. 
And it starts out with a bass line, everybody knows. So, very, very dope and funky record. This record, I mean, you know, we were talking about attaining cosmic consciousness, so I had to pull a record that's called Attaining Cosmic Consciousness. This Perfect. is by the Rosicrucians, and, you know, as people are familiar with, they were a, a, a certain society that was based upon esoteric practices, and people do relate them to such, you know, Illuminati-themed other groups as the Knights of Templar and things like that. So this is the Order of the Rosicrucians. Okay. They press their own records... Um, in the you know the 60s and the 50s, uh, and these are all narrated. You know the science of mysticism and uh, meditation moods, really really cool stuff. Anyways, this record is called Aphrodisiac by Charles Keenard. It's a really really funky record, funky jazz record, and Charles Keenard is one of my favorite organists. All right, so, so you pick six random ones out of. 10,000, you said, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, of the, of, I picked six random LPs out of about seven or 8,000 LPs. So I've got, you know, 2,000 plus 45s. So. Right. Okay. Yeah. And you could have picked any of them, right? I could have. Okay. okay. Uh, we're going to need to lay these out so that way everyone can see. Is it okay if we place them yeah, straight totally. down the middle? Yeah. So we have six records. Let's go one, two, three, four, five, six. Mm -hmm. I have a die. Okay. I'm going to get you to roll it. Okay. And we're going to actually get that probably about here. I think you can see that. Okay. Actually, we'll just roll it right on there. Okay. So you'll take this die, you'll roll it, and whatever number you roll will eliminate it. Okay. So. Go ahead, just give it a toss, and make sure you say it out nice and loud. What Six. number is that? Six. So we remove Jimmy Smith live. Okay. Roll again, please. Oh, six again. How do we decide which record gets removed? The number that's up. So you rolled a six already. Okay. Five. Five. Removed Charles Keenard. Yeah. Did I say that right? Yeah. All right. Keep rolling till we have one left. One. one. Cannonball. Love, sex, and the Zodiac. One again. One. One again. <laughs> four. One, two, three, four. That's Dorothy's harp. Five. Need to roll a three or oh that was a three or a four. Alright. Okay. So that was that was in the three, but you moved it to four. Okay. Either way, sure. remove cosmic consciousness that leaves us with Niagara. <laughs> Niagara, yeah. And I wrote down on this piece of paper before anything happened. Okay. I don't know, it, it was sitting there the whole time. Have you okay. seen it? Nope. Notice it? What does it say? Niagara. Niagara. Yeah. Looks kind of like you spelled it Viagra. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Which would you make sense. That. Very cool. You got other pieces of paper hiding around here, too? <laughs> I have 10,000 of them layered throughout your home right now. Yeah. So that way it would work no matter what. <laughs>
Very cool. All right. Now that that works, I'd like to delve a little bit more into your mind here, and I'd like to find out what, at the very root of it all, what motivates you to keep pushing and getting better and creating. Um, what motivates me? Well, that definitely fluctuates. Sometimes I don't feel motivated at all, and, you know, I just do whatever I want, you know. I'm just, like, sitting in here playing records or... You know, I go to the gym and work out. I mean, I'm motivated in a different way there to, you know, improve my physical health and physique. Um, but sometimes, you know, you don't feel motivated. And that is a whole different mindset about the times that go by when, you know, uh, uh, with your your own work, you know, sometimes you make so much money at, at one show and you, you go to that no matter what, you have downtime. And in your downtime, sometimes it can you know, be a challenge to feel inspired and motivated. And in that time, I definitely, you know, lift up to spirit. Spirit world is a, okay. a big part of my life. And so I, I ask for that, for inspiration and guidance and things like that. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Okay. But for me. And that's, that's where, that's where everything is fed through. Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, I've, you know, I've had all sorts of manners of interacting with, with the spirit world. Whether it's, you know, journeys from my spiritual guide or, you know, relaying message from deceased people, relaying messages to other people on the, the table and things like that. So, you never, I never know what's going to come out, you know. Right. Yeah. Like you, you never just... know that Niagara was going to come out there. So, <laughs> I never know what's going to be said or done. But, uh, you know, as long as I feel that inner calling to keep on pursuing what I'm doing, then, yeah. I mean, I felt it pretty strongly when I was when I was young, though. You know, I knew I wanted to be, even apparently when I was like nine or ten years old. Uh, I, I think I went. My mom took me to a chiropractor, and uh, I went in and I saw the chiropractor's room. There was a table there, and the and I was like, "Mom, the chiropractors make a lot of money." And she was like, "Yeah." <laughs> and I was like, "I want to be a chiropractor when I grow up." And I mean, I'm not that far off. I got my own room with my own little table, yeah. and you know, so yeah, it was, it, it, inner inner calling for sure. Dr. Gaff. Yeah. yeah. Dr. Gaff. You know, that's, people call me out a lot. I mean, I'm not actually a doctor, but I would like to aspire to be one. And, you know, as my life continues to unfold, and I have, you know, once my kids are uh, out of the house, I'll have more time for my personal studies. So. And how so, old are your kids now? My daughter turns 16 in two weeks, and my oh son boy. just turns 10. Yeah. You're going to have a handful. If you yeah, don't I already, already. I do already. Yeah, <laughs> I do already. She's a handful. Excellent. <laughs> He's awesome. I mean, she's awesome too in her own way, but she's 16. So. Yeah. <laughs> Before we go any further with anything, I'd just like to acknowledge you on being a great father, a, a great acupuncturist, because my back is amazing right now. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you're a great just human being all around. You always are willing to help people and improve their lives, and you're very, very adamant about the mind and being able to expand your mind like every time i come over here and talk with you you <laughs> yeah. always have some sort of knowledge that i can just absorb <laughs> yeah and it's awesome yeah so yeah thank I'll you very much you. for that yeah, you're open to it too so yeah can you tell us a little bit about something small that you've done that has helped to shape who you are something small that i've done has helped to shape who I am. Um, ba -dum -bum -bum, something small. 
Yeah, I mean, I can think about different ways that I've, um, I would definitely give lessons to this. When I was young, uh, I read a lot of books, a lot of fantasy books and things like that. A lot of books about, you know, wizards and things like that okay. was what was interesting <laughs> to me. And I, I, I read a lot, you know, like I was in grade three, I read the whole Chronicles of Narnia. And then I read, you know, all these books by this guy called Robert Jordan. And then I read this whole series called The Belgariad. And they were, they were each, you know, similar themes in which a, a young hero would begin his journey into the world. And, you know, they would be from the world that he knew that was familiar to him, that was normal. It basically, uh, a series of events occurred that he went out into a world that very much changed and became the unknown in which he would, of course, unfold different abilities. And I don't know, maybe it's no coincidence that that shaped my life. <laughs> you became what you read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, you know, we grew up like I was born in 77 and that was like right when Star Wars came out. So, I mean... It's the same thing, you know, yeah. Luke Skywalker, Fantasy, right? It's yeah. kind of like programmed into you everywhere that <laughs> you're going to start out this normal life as a, as a young guy and the whole world is going to change for you. So if you pay attention to those signs. And you harness I mean, the force. Yeah, 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 totally, man. I was yeah. so, so interested in the, in the force. And now you're, you're going into the force in a whole different aspect. Like, I know if the force is part of a movie and make believe to a sense yeah. however just what you're able to do with your own mind and meditation and actually a lot of people in the world are able to do this too like we were talking about being able to control your body temperature just mm -hmm. with your mind mm -hmm. and yeah that's just amazing I, I need to learn that for sure well there's breathing because techniques that are involved with that as well and right. you know so yeah your mind regulates the different breathing techniques of course and that allows you to it basically endure temperature extremities. Yeah, because yeah, I'm not even doing anything. I'm just sitting here and I'm sweating. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. No, I feel pretty good right now. Yeah. What is one of the accomplishments that you're most proud of? One of the accomplishments I'm most proud of is um, being a dad when I didn't plan on being a dad. Um, you know, just the life that I, I've lived, even being here in Saskatoon. I mean, I'm an American citizen, so let's just say when you ask people's opinions out of the world, it's not the number one place they would choose to live. Yeah. Um, but I did. I stayed here to be a dad to my kids. I share my kids with their mo mother. I mean, my daughter lives here full-time, but my son, back and forth. And I've had many opportunities to move over the years for music or for educational purposes. And if, if being a dad wasn't my calling there I would have moved so I mean I, I guess you know I feel like this time here to, and getting to know me you can thank my kids for that because I would have been long gone yeah. a, and there's nothing <laughs> against Saskatoon uh, it's just that uh, I was born in Washington DC and you know I have the entire continent at my disposal I'm an American citizen so I could really live anywhere and there's lots of opportunity well, no, like, you've heard about sense. my interests you know just like yourself I love studying with masters and people who have like gone down the road before me and was like i want to learn from you it's like you know and there's certain ones they, you want to you want to follow what they do you know you've read their books or exactly. you've seen their courses and the workshops and you know it's like 
just like anyone, like, I want to be around them too. You know, it's like, you're the master. Like, let me, I'm, I'm ready, you know, but yeah, I'm eagerly awaiting a time when I can still learn. And there's always someone that knows more. You know, so how did, how did you find your mentors? Well, the first one that I found, um, I was raised in Victoria, BC, and there's a, a really a strong Asian population there, Japanese and Chinese. And we moved to Prince George for my grade 12 year. My parents moved there. So I lived there for my grade 12 year. And the year after that was when I started getting into meditation and things like that. I read some pretty influential books. One was called The Way of the Peaceful Warrior. Highly recommended. You would really like that. Uh, the other one was called The Celestine Prophecy. Both of them were made into movies. The books are far better. Um, then I read another one called Conversations with God. And I was really interested in something called Chi. Right, I was like, this was 96, 97, and I was like, chi, you know, and I'm like, I want to learn how to harness chi, right? Yeah. And um, my my mom's mom, my grandma, is half Chinese, half Portuguese. My mom's a quarter Chinese and a quarter Portuguese, and I'm eighth Chinese and eighth Portuguese. So it's in my blood, you know, to my along my mother's lineage is Chinese. Okay. So maybe that's why I was so influenced by my Asian ancestry. Um, growing up, even at home, my mom learned all of her cooking from her mom. And uh, my grandma died when I was like one year old. Actually, her spirit, you know, chatters to me sometimes. But anyways, you know, my mom learned all her cooking from her mom. So growing up was all Chinese food a lot of the time and stuff like that. Um, but my mom was very Christian, so we didn't really get to connect with any of our heritage, even though at various times my mom lived in Hong Kong and different places. Um, I knew when I started meditating in Prince George that it was time for me to move, and I was exactly what I'm talking about now. Is like okay. I need to go to Victoria and find a master. This was like what my guidance was telling me. Like time to move back to Victoria. And I was 19. The hero starting his journey, right. <laughs> right? I was like, it's time to get out of here. I need to move on to something bigger and better. I had to move back away from my parents and get out on my own journey. So I moved to Victoria. And I was looking through the back of the Arts and Culture magazine, and I saw something that said, Tai Chi with Tech, like T-E-K. And I was like, Tech? I'm like, that sounds pretty hip-hop. I'm like, Tai Chi with Tech. I'm like, that sounds dope. I'm going to go call this guy up now. <laughs> tech was a short old Chinese guy, and he was, at the time, he was in his 50s, and, you know, I went and talked to him, and I had some pretty elaborate things I was studying and reading about. You know, one of them was auras and energy fields and... I started okay. talking about this, and he was like, you know, uh, many people come, and it doesn't matter whether they do Tai Chi or, or don't do Tai Chi. Uh, <laughs> you have to do Tai Chi. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it really wasn't as spiritual as I thought at the time. I thought I was going to go into all these other worlds and, like, see the, you know, like the Matrix was going <laughs> to open up before me. And right. it was pretty much the opposite. You would have to do, like, stand in, like, standing meditation for, like, an hour without moving at times and things like that. It was really intense, so I learned a lot about mind training in that as well, for sure. So, Tai Chi. So you'd recommend that to people then, yeah? I would recommend it to people, yep. Um, not to everyone. For you, 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 know, you, you said that you have a very yang constitution. That means physically active, powerful, expressive, warm, hot energy. So the Tai Chi would be a very good contrast to that. It'd be yin and cooling and reflective, internalizing. So it makes a great complement 
to when you work out and do all these active things to have that cultivating aspect and really what you're learning to do is cultivate your internal energy, your chi. Right. Okay. And to build up reserves of it that prolongs your basically your youthfulness and then that leads you to longevity and immortality, which was the search of the sages and the Taoists. Now to a person that is already very yin and, you know, they just kind of like how I was. <laughs> they just want to be, say, uh, they value things like vegetarianism and sitting around reading and meditating. They need to do things that are more yang, more expressive and energizing. So to that person, I would recommend something more like uh, external martial arts or going to the gym and r running, uh, you know, all, whatever it is that brings out the ultimate balance of the person is what I would recommend if they okay. were coming to me and asking me. Yeah. All right. So I might not recommend them if they only right. had limited time and they were working a full-time job. I'd say Tai Chi is not so important for you right now when you go to the gym. When you are meditating, is there, other than sounds or anything, like is there anything in your own mind that you're focusing on to help get you to that, to that point? Yeah, meditation is very broad, broad um, catchphrase. Um, there could be all different types. I mean. I've gone for years before where I did Buddhist meditation, and that was all a mantra. Mantras to specific deities, you know, like um, Tara, uh, the goddess of mercy, or the blue medicine Buddha. And they each have different mantras that you would recite over and over and over and over and over again. And that would put you into a different state of being. Now, that's different than one-pointedness of mind exercises. That's very... You know, beneficial for people that lack focus and, you know, what you said before. And there's all sorts of different techniques and games you can do. You know, they all involve, one, aligning yourself. So you sit up and, you know, a great one is that you put your feet flat on the ground and you put your palms face down on your knees and lift up your spine so that your back's not supported by anything. That strengthens your will right away because, you know, you're not letting go. You're active you've activated your willpower to keep yourself uplifted then your feet are flat on the ground so that connects you with the earth palms face down wherever your palms face a lot of times dictates the flow of your energy so face down brings you down to the earth palms up brings you up to the heavens so you know very simple things like that if you want to lift up the best way of course so that you're not a floaty disassociative type of person is to always be grounded first you know they teach us in all martial arts um and you can do very very simple exercises my favorite one that i came up with is whatever it is your age that you are every day you count just to the number of age uh, one breath in one breath out so you said you're 27 yeah so for you this year it's 27 breaths every day you just sit down you can just sit on the edge of a seat like that and you know they want to do it so just that your sit bones are on there and with your feet on the floor and palms face down and lift up your spine. You can, different people agree or disagree whether you have your eyes open or closed. I feel that, you know, I'm not too worried that an assailant is going to come into my house and, you know, shank me or something like that. So I don't <laughs> mind having my eyes closed. Okay. You know? And, uh, you know, especially when I've got a firm rear on the ground. If a person is very disassociative, they may want to have their eyes open at first. That brings them to the present moment without them escaping off into their mind. And you just count one breath in and one breath out. And you just count one and two. One breath in and one breath out. 
complementary, and you can learn to regulate your breath that this could take you 10 minutes, it could take you 5 minutes. Now, of course, you think at only 27 breaths, this could, you could do it in one minute, right? One, two, three. Right. <laughs> Obviously, the idea is, yeah, is to learn to, to, to have it. I mean, as your age increases, you spend more and more time each day in meditation. When you're young, you should be doing other things in, in life. And, you know, for you, you live a very well-rounded, balanced lifestyle, you know, between the gym and your martial arts and your intellectual and pursuits and your passions and then, you, you know, your life at, at home that you have. So as that increases, you gradually come into the inner worlds more and more and you've built up a strong foundation for that. Now, of course, I'm not saying don't meditate for a half an hour to an hour if that's something that would interest you, but a, a good groundwork is that. You know, another one is counting to 10 and you count one in and one out. And now every time another external thought comes into your mind, you have to start reset over again at zero. Oh, interesting. So even if you get to three and then you're like, my foot itches, boom, start at zero. You know, <laughs> if you get that and you're like, oh, I've got to call this person this day, you know, or you'll hear a, a voice that'll be like, you should do this or you should do that. You should call this person or, you know, or do you really have time for this? You'll hear all these things. The moment that comes in and registers to you, reset to zero. Mm. Now that one can be a little more challenging because you never know how long it's going to take and that could be very dependent on the day. I'd like to try that. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Do you meditate every single day? Um, not actively that I'm going to sit in one spot at every single day. I can't say that. I okay. That. Yeah. But on a, I definitely med meditate on a regular basis, and I have done so in general since my late teens for almost 20 years. Now, I've gone through phases of my life, like when you know my kids were just born and you know, an active father and baby's crying and you're not getting sleep and you're off to work i've definitely gone through periods where i was like you know not meditating every regularly okay but <laughs> nowadays yeah That's for good. sure regular you know i've got my special herbs that i make into my specific teas and gather them and i create a space for myself where i you know clear my mind and then i'll get ready for my studies um just the great thing about internal martial arts like we talked about tai chi and even yoga you know the whole act of yoga which is, you know, Jiva Mukti Yoga. A lot of times people are going through asana practice and things like that. Um, I would not say that counts if you didn't do an hour of meditation. But at the end, you know, Shavasana, you're laying there, that's very, relaxing. very meditative. Now your will isn't engaged, so that's a different type of meditation. That's letting go and being very totally yin, as completely yin as you can be. Right. So, yeah. Do you have a method of getting into the zone, so to speak? Like, for instance, if you're on getting about to be on stage in front of mm -hmm. thousands of people and you get butterflies, like, what, what do you do to get your mind focused and in the, the performance zone? Okay, that doesn't really happen to me anymore, but it did. I tell you, I'd get butterflies in my stomach or I'd have to go take a shit or something like that. It's <laughs> like, you got to be on stage in five minutes. Like, fuck, I got to take a shit right now. <laughs> so you know i'm in a club i'm looking for the private bathroom and something like that and you know you go crush one and then you come up and be, hey i'm ready it's like <laughs> for real though it's true and this you know a lot a lot of my friends that i know this is a, a constant thing for them being regular helps so um I've definitely developed a few different breathing techniques and things like that, but there is a frame of mind. Like my wife will, if I've got a, something to do or a show, and she starts talking to me, I'm just really like not even listening to her. I'm like, you know what, babe? I'm like, I, I've got to be in a certain frame of mind right now. I can't, 
I can't deal with this. You know, she brings anything up to it. It's just, it really comes down to, to holding your space. That, that That's a big part of it, I would say. So I've never really thought of it in that way. But, you know, when people want to, to get in and get it to take away from where your mind frame is at, you have to be able to deflect that, you know, and not get caught up in, in anything that could be affecting you in a, okay. a way that's going to take away from your ability to perform. Very cool. I like that. Yeah. Is there any routine that you have? There's not a specific routine that I have, no, other than my regular daily routine that I would recommend to everyone is drink plenty of water, plenty of fresh water throughout the day. Um, don't I generally don't drink waters with my meals. So I drink water before. I, I rehydrate in between and before each meal. Um, so I'll drink a, 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 a tall glass of water half hour before my meal. Okay. You know, so a lot of times people offer me water at the meal, and I just like sip on it. I don't really have too much. Um, you know, tea, certain teas or coffee I could have to help digest the meal. Uh, other than that, I drink you know very very specialized herbs. My favorite one is called red reishi. Mm -hmm. It's a, a mushroom. And that is known to increase your longevity and your spiritual potency and receptivity. So um, I've been taking that, you know, fairly regularly for a couple of years now, and I, I would definitely say that I, I notice its effects. Yeah, I mean, it's they're all subtle. The the tonic herbs, the way that they work, is it's not fast like a drug, but as time goes by, cumulatively, you'll notice that. You know, I am different than I was, okay. you know, so it changes you very, very slowly, your character and your nature. Um, de definitely um, take time to learn to, to meditate, to cultivate your mind, and you want to do two. It's uh, I'm inactive mode, um, or I call it yin mode, where I'm just blank. It's like, you know, people, I'm I was trying to explain to my 16-year-old daughter that I've never been bored because she's like, I'm bored. You know, I'm bored. It's like you take away her phone. It's like, I'm so bored. She'll stare at you like, something's got to happen. I'm like, you know what? I've never been bored. I'm like, I've always been content to be where I'm at. Now, of course, if I down three cups of coffee and all of a sudden I might feel, you know, an anxiety or the caffeine coursing through my veins right. that is trying to propel me in an uneasy state. But, you know, your breathing can also bring you back to that too. So, Definitely uh, learning lower abdominal breathing is a huge one. And there's different breathing techniques that you can do for that. Um, is there any material you can recommend for any, breathing techniques? Any material? To learn about it? Um, I would definitely say, yeah, study yoga or qigong or tai chi. And they all have to do with abdominal breathing. Um, another, in traditional literature, it's called embryonic breathing. Right, the, the embryo and back to the state of like a child. And if you notice a, a young child, they, they breathe with their belly. It's very soft. You know, you poke their belly and their, their belly is going up and down and up and down. And as we get older and we hold experiences in, we tighten up our, our lower belly and we do upper chest breathing. This causes a lot of anxiety, other symptoms like insomnia and uh, all these things that can really be alleviated by learning to take a slow, deep, full breath. I mean, that's a huge one. Other techniques I've come up with is if I want to charge myself, you, you know, there's breathing. So I plug one nostril, I'll take a deep breath in, and I hold that, and then I imagine the breath coming down. These are called your Shiva and Shakti channels, the left and the right of your spine, and I'll take that breath all the way down to my lower sit bones, and then pump out the middle channel of my spine, and then with my mind guide it down, and then 
Exhale it out the right. And I'll do the same. Deep breath into the right. With my mind, that goes all the way down to the base of my pelvis. And then I'll squeeze it, the energy up the central channel, and then back down the line, and then out the left. So then there's faster techniques that you can do. Pump breath is up. And then you dramatically increase the amount of oxygen that is available to your body, which is, you know, used to however you want to do it. You're oxygenating yeah. your body. Totally. Now, some of the things that are going to happen with that is you'll feel light-headed fast. Mm -hmm. You'll have a rush of oxygen come to your brain, basically, and your body. And that, of course, you know, enlivens your whole being. So if I've got to be in go mode, and I remember to do that, that's the thing about being conscious of these things. Right. Now, of course, when I'm in a social situation or I'm in a nightclub or something like that, someone's offered me a drink, you know, I might just be socializing, and I'm not even thinking about none of that. Right. right. I'm just having a good time. I'm like, yeah, I'm ready to go on. Okay, yeah, all right, so... Other times, yeah, I might be very conscious in doing all these these techniques and things like that. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing for that. Yeah. Uh, before we wrap up anything here, I'd just like to maybe pick your brain about your top three books for for a person who... Actually, how about this? Your top three books that you would leave behind for your kids to read when... They are about to go into their adulthood, so maybe twenty. Leave behind and yeah. In, in, I know is anyone going to make them read it or yes? Yeah. Have, oh, oh they, they have, have to read it. Yeah, okay, they cool. Have to read it and all the way through, and it's going to help their their life okay. in some way. Also, uh, so in there, and that's like as they're entering adulthood. Yes. So the way of the peaceful warrior is a great book. Um, Phil Jackson, who used to coach the Chicago Bulls, you know, at the time when Michael Jordan was in his prominent career, made the entire team read this book. Um, and it's about the journey of a story of Dan Millman, who uh, actually became a world champion gymnast. And he met an old gas station attendant named Socrates. And okay. Socrates taught him all these crazy things, but he was, you know, when other people saw him, he's just this silly old man that worked a night shift at this gas station in the, yeah. the, the, the 60s in the Berkeley, California really really cool book about finding yourself and if i recall that's where i think i heard first about things like aikido and tai chi and things like that so okay. when i finished reading i'm like yeah i want to learn tai chi too yeah so uh <laughs> that was the peaceful warrior yeah okay. the way of the peaceful warrior and it was actually made into a movie um the movie was okay yeah. but you said the book is better yeah yeah i mean i loved the book you know because it, it was written really well and it filled my whole imagination with specific things and yeah, you know, the very, very influential book on my life at that time. And the funny thing was, was my dad told me to read it when I was about 15. And he's like, oh, you'd really like this book. And I was like, whatever that, you know. But then my friend recommended it to me a couple years later. And I was like, oh, this looks good. And then I was like, ah, well, my dad told me to read it. Right? Yeah. Didn't read it because my dad told me to read it. Uh, another one would be that book right there. Um Grab ancient it, Wisdom it. of Chinese Tonic Herbs. The Ancient Wisdom of Chinese Tonic Herbs um, by Ron Teagarden, Master Herbalist. You know, I got to meet Ron, and you tried some of his tinctures, the ginseng. Oh, He's yeah. the one that formulates and makes oh, all cool. these. They're all made by, by Ron Teagarden. And, you know, a lot of people look up to them as he's one of the people that brought um, the art of Chinese to tonic herbalism to the West. Okay. And... Um, 
a really, really cool book. I mean, I use this knowledge all the time as reference um, for the tea that we're drinking to the tinctures that we, that we had. So this Which is, were great. By yeah, the way. this has become a, a very a huge part of my day. You know, I'm just studying up on the herbs and what they do, and I love experimenting with them and focusing on their effects for these things, very things you're asking about, whether it's going to the gym, how to enhance my performance there, or performance for constant flights, or for just trying to be an awesome dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely. This is a, a, a huge desktop resource. that I, I carry this book with me everywhere that I go. And I got to meet Ron and signed it here for Mike. Best of luck and happiness. All right. Really, really cool guy. Um, the next book that I would recommend, geez, is called The Magus of Stravolos. Um, that is the story of a real-life healer um, called Styrianos Ateshlis. Okay. Uh, 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 Stylianos Ateshlis. And in the book, he's called Dasklos, which means, Dasklos. I think, master, master healer. Okay. And he lived in Cyprus. And he, um, he had a, a series, a, a following of people, of groups, and he was w well documented to healing people of a variety of conditions and ailments. And he is a very interesting character. You know, he also uh, acknowledged that his non-physical spirit guide teacher was the one who had the plan for him and the whole group of the unfolding of that and he very much went is involved in astral traveling and his okay. with his disciples they would meet up in the astral realm and go so he would take them on specific journeys and things like that he also interacted with spirits uh, at the various levels uh, some of the ailments that were affecting people would be you know unhealthy spirits attaching to them and he would go have various processes in which he would separate the entities from the people and right. they would miraculously be healed and things like that so Interesting. it's a very 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 cool book um blurs the lines similar to the way of the peaceful warrior but even more so between our our real world that we know we feel safe and comfortable with with a whole other world that is superimposed onto onto this one that is affecting us at a deeper level of reality so yeah, yeah. Those, are, those three would be All cool. Right. On some herbs, uh, the uh, a young journey of a of a young hero and warrior, and one of an old master. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll I'll write those down and I'll put them in the transcript of the show that'll be found on the website after the recording and everything. So awesome. anyone that listens, they can get the list of those books and read them themselves. But Mike, can you just as to wrap everything up? If you had to leave behind one thing that one track that represents who you were and everything else was deleted, what would that be? One track, like one song? Right. That song is called Balak by Placebo. If you look over there at that record, you want to grab it? Okay. That record's called Ball of Eyes. Pretty interesting record cover, huh? Yeah. And ball of eyes. <laughs> and uh, this is from 1970 in Belgium. Uh, is really, really dope um, jazz fusion with like prototype hip-hop beats, kind of. And Balek is on their third album called 1973. And I have the 45 of it, which I think is a little 7-inch record. Um, all right. All right, Mike. Thank you very much for everything today and all the questions that you've answered and all the knowledge that you've shared with us. 
and all the knowledge that I've gained today. Like it's kind of selfish of me to be able to learn this much from someone so experienced, but I'm doing it anyways. It's all good, young Padawan. <laughs> yeah, awesome. <laughs> now, where can people find you? Well, uh, like online or in the real world or. However you would like to be contacted. Jeez, uh, I mean, you know, musically, on online, my SoundCloud, uh, SoundCloud The Gaff, uh, they can visit my website, thegaff.ca, Facebook, The Gaff page, that's on there, yeah. Instagram, Mike The Gaff, okay. um, you know, that's if they want to explore the netherworld uh, about me. Um, I live in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, I travel the world. Um, DJing and also as a healer as of late too. Yeah, I get lots of lots of requests to visit people one on one that are facing specific ailments as of late. So, Excellent. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Thank you very much. And all right. Cool, brother. Cheers. Yeah. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this episode. Please be sure if you enjoyed it to hit subscribe either in iTunes or in SoundCloud. The video versions of the podcast will be available on Facebook and on YouTube. So please go to my website, www.hadlen.com, that's hadlen.com, and make your way over to the podcast section. You'll be able to find a written transcript of everything that was said during the show. You'll be able to find all the material that was mentioned, all the books, all the different songs. And please, share this podcast with somebody that you feel would be able to benefit from the lessons that were learned. Now, it was very, very cool to be able to see a contrast because my upbringing is in a Filipino martial arts. I'm half Filipino. And this Filipino martial arts, it's called Aguila, which translates to eagle. And this martial arts, I've been doing it since I was about eight, year old, eight years old, sorry. And I'm currently 27. We study something very similar. It's essentially, it's chi. And to be able to tap in to that resource, no matter what or where you are in life, whether you're competing in martial arts, or maybe you're competing in a sport, or maybe you're just at the gym and you want that explosive power, if you can access your chi, you can just explode with that energy whenever you want. To be able to harness that is actually a very, very, very good skill to, to learn and to grow. So once again, thank you so much for listening to this episode, making it to the very end, and have a great day.